0: Welcome to the August 22nd, the very, very late August 22nd edition of the PFF forecast. Um, we have overcome a lot here to record this podcast. Um, I'm currently in a business office in an undisclosed area of the world. Eric is uh, has stayed up way past his bedtime um, and this is how much we love all of you. We're still recording today, come hell or high water. Uh, we're going to talk about what the 49ers look like with Jimmy G as a quarterback, uh, starting quarterback. What, um, what the Jets, why people who are sleeping on the Jets are all of a sudden hopping on the bandwagon. And a little bit about pressures and um, the principle. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Let's rock. That my voice is gone, Eric. Uh, but you cannot make fun of me on this podcast. That's that's rule number one.
1: Yeah, I th- I think your hair is kind of fun today. I mean, like <laughs> fun. Uh, you know, it's like uh you know you're normally kept nicely. It's a little wild, but it's it's you know it feels like it could be that. You know, it feels like it could be transitioned into more of a longer hair look. It would be fine.
0: The today has been a day. I'm not going to regale anyone with. Um, with my with my story of of today, let's just say that I was in a, a different country earlier today, and I did not anticipate it being so hard to get back um, to a uh, to this country. But we're here. Um, the Niners just finished their game uh, against the uh, the Chargers. Can we talk for a second about the fact that the Chargers were like a six point underdog in this game,
1: oh, and no, it finished
0: I... fifteen to ten. <laughs>
1: I know, I, I actually, if you want to talk about gambling, I had a really bad, so I won almost every bet in that game. Uh, Chargers first half plus three, Chargers plus 12, under 40 teaser, under 16 and a half second half. Basically, none of them were really sweats, but I had under 17 and a half first half, right? And it's 0-0 zero, zero with like 10 minutes left the second quarter and the the chargers get uh, the chargers get a safety called on them uh they intercept trey lance drive down square touchdown punt 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 and uh our guy trey lance gets the ball at his own 20 with like a minute left after a field goal so what it was it what it would have been ten two, and uh and your guy lance just decides he wants to Engineer a touchdown drive to go over the total, so it would have been a perfect day of betting for me. But uh, instead, uh, the tray, the tray area uh, showed uh, what he's capable of, which is cool. I thought I thought he was fun to watch tonight. If despite the fact that he wasn't as sharp uh, as I think a lot of Niners fans who want him to start
0: uh, would have liked. So you think, you think his play has made it? Do you think his play? has uh, proven it to be the case that he should be the backup or are you just saying, because of what Shanahan is saying, he's going to be the, he's going to be the backup. How, how would you like, how would you assess the play of him so far?
1: So I'll say this and we said this last week and I think some people wanted it, wanted us to be like, you know, somebody said, Oh, you guys don't think your grades matter. No, we think our grades matter. Just like one sample size worth of things don't matter that much. Right. Um, I thought, I think through two weeks, Lance has thankfully not given us that, oh my gosh, he can't play sort of like, look, right. When you look at like other quarterbacks and I'm, this isn't fair. Cause he's a third round pick, but like you watch Kellen Mond play and you're like, oh my God, this guy sucks. You know, like you're, it's <laughs> just like, this is going to take the guy a while. You know, mm-hmm. uh, when Bortles played for Jacksonville in his rookie year, the preseason, I'm like, the fuck is this guy? <laughs> like, he's got a terrible arm angle. He's can't not accurate. Lance is certainly not giving me that impression. None of the five actually have given me that impression anywhere close. And we get to see uh Trevor Lawrence tomorrow night. Um, but he has reinforced all the reasons somebody who wouldn't want to start him week one of the regular season would not want to start him week one of the regular season, right? He had three mm-hmm. turnover worthy plays in week one. Uh, the grades aren't done tonight, but I think he probably at least has two more, um, you know, maybe three. Uh, he took he takes sacks. Some of that's on the Niners offensive line. Um, and it's just little things like a lot of people look to the drops by the Niners receivers, and they're certainly culpable. They were culpable uh, with Jimmy G in the game as well. But he also can't, like, pace a pass, if that makes sense. Like, if a guy's running a shallow cross and he's moving really quickly and you throw a bullet, like – even, you know, like minutely behind him, it's just not getting caught, you know, like he doesn't have the touch there yet. Um, And so while I think if I was just, if I were to come into this as a neutral observer and say, okay, what does Jimmy G offer? What does Trey Lance offer? I would start Trey Lance. But given that the Niners think that they're a Super Bowl team with both guys and that one of the guys, whether this is right or wrong, is the safer of the two. Mm -hmm. And playing a guy with a humongous ceiling too early can reveal his floor. I think that there's nothing that's happened in this preseason that is going to make the Niners change their mind.
0: Yeah. Here's the funny thing. Lance is like, Lance is exactly what you drafted, which was a young kid with a ton of potential and a lot of unknowns. Like you're seeing this, Mm -hmm. right? It's like, um, I mean, you know, you're dating the the fun chick who like, is going to be a lot of fun sometimes. And also you're gonna be like, Oh my God, like what's happening. Um, so among the rookies, most sacks, most turnover worthy really plays, most drop passes, <laughs> um, it, you know, like he's what 13 for 29, but I think has seven drops. Um, and it, it's uh, to me, you look at what Kyle Shanahan probably does not like a ton about Jimmy G. And that's clearly the fact that he doesn't make those big plays downfield, but he ain't putting up with the type of roller coaster that, that I think Trey Lance is right now. So, um, Yeah.
1: You look, you look for example at the comp and again, I'm doing, I'm making this comparison out of reverence for Trey Lance and not to like ding him, but like, you know, the, the last close comparable we had of a Super Bowl caliber team, like drafting a guy like this and then sitting him for a veteran was the chiefs and Patrick Mahomes in 2017 preseason at a 91.8 grade. he only had three turnover where really he plays an eight big time throw. Like that's, he was just, you know, rem, he was <laughs> different and, uh, but also very similar, also very like erratic's the wrong word, but also very just like, a lot of players, you're like, oh, th- that's why he's got a city. And you know what I'm saying? And like,
0: Did you I notice that landed. the lights just went out on me, by the way? Uh, I'm, I'm
1: actually looking so, at
0: the premium. So yeah. I, I'm now sitting in the dark uh, because I'm in a random business center because I got locked out of an apartment. Um, you continue talking. I'm going to go turn the lights back on.
1: Oh, gosh. Okay. You, got, you have to like wave it a little bit, I feel like, but I don't know. Man. Oh, well. Uh, if there's if there's anything that demonstrates the uh, commitment to content that is involved in this group, uh, that's George. Look,
0: we're not we're not giving up. We're just we're not, giving, not up. giving
1: up. Um, yeah. So I, I think I think it's look again. I'd start him, but the thing about it is like the upside matters, but not less for San Francisco, right? Like San Francisco. Is not a terrible team. Like, in fact, they're one of the better teams in the league by the markets, you know, uh, judgment. They are not going to benefit from the fat tail of this the way the Jags might, mm-hmm. the Jets might, um, even the Patriots might. And, and so that I think it's all going to spell the fact we're going to see Jimmy G. And, and if you look at the 49ers' schedule, right? Like, it, the, the hard part if you're a Niners fan and you just want to move on to the future. Like it's not conducive to that, right? The, they go to Detroit. They're, they're already seven, seven and a half point favorites there. They go to Philadelphia. I can't imagine they're anything less than a six point favorites in that game. Mm -hmm. Um, so they're probably two and oh, two and oh on the road. Um, and then I, and then they have Green Bay, they have Seattle, they have Arizona. So those are three tough games, but, and so maybe you see him sometime in that stretch. Um, but if they like pull off a game or two there, and they're at home for two of them, and the easiest one of those three is on the road, which is Arizona. Like, when do you see Jimmy G Jimmy G lose this job to anything other than injury?
0: Yeah, uh, it's it, one of the things that um, is interesting to me when I think. So you mentioned the schedule. You mentioned the fact that it's pretty darn clear that Jimmy G is going to be the starter. I mean, I don't know if there's anything short of injury that could keep that, you know, from happening, you know, given there's one more preseason game to go and Trey Lance did not. I mean, I guess he had a few snaps with the, with the number one wide receivers, but was not playing with, with the ones overall. So I, that makes me, gives me a lot of pause, but I almost wonder if this is, added reason to bet the Niners under win total Um, because you think about Jimmy G coming on and playing. And if he gets off to a decent start, it will probably be hard for them to move on. Right. And so if it's hard for them to move on, but then all of a sudden as you get deeper in the year, maybe he's not as good. And then you're in a, you know, you can see the situation where they like, they're just, they don't hit their full potential because they're never They're never quite able to get the right person in the right spot. Um, by the way, it's 10 and a half plus 105 over minus 125
1: under. Yeah, I think that number, yeah. I mean, if you're betting based on the numbers, you bet under that. I mean, that that's because so so that's an interesting mathematical problem, right? Like we bet under them 10 and a half last year in a 16 game schedule. Like, during the Debo Samuel injury, like, luckily for them, they don't have as many injuries this offseason or to as many key players. They're not as strong defensively, I don't think, personnel-wise, though. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, going into the season, like, they don't have Sherman, for example. They don't have, uh, you know, Kinlaw is a question mark, for example. Um, Somebody brought up on Twitter, though, and I find this interesting they said, you know, the the impetus to trade Jimmy G is just not there because at this point in time, all the hay in the barn and it doesn't benefit the Niners to have that cap space. That's not true, right? Like the ownership, right, might be more likely if they have Jimmy G off the books to make some moves that they would otherwise not make, right? Extensions, mm-hmm. um, you know, pushing money around and paying it this year and not next year, that type of thing. I believe can still happen during the season, and if Jimmy G's twenty six million is not in the books, they have you know the the freedom to do that. It would not also trades as well, so maybe they're just waiting it out a little bit for a team like. You know, a team to get desperate and want him. I just don't know what that that team looks like. I, it's not. that I, I know um, Doug had said you know it, it could be, could be Houston, but like, what the fuck is Houston going to do with Jimmy Chi? Like that that would be a, a nightmare for him. And like Indianapolis, it sounds like Wentz is going to play right away. So I, I I see him on the roster, see him starting. But to your point, like you know, it, it might be something where he plays out the string and. They, they, you know, they win a playoff game or two, and then they they move on after the season, which is perfectly fine. Um, But you wonder in with the NFC being as flat as it is, are you wasting an opportunity this year?
0: Yeah, it's man, it's really interesting because it's not like trade. You know, even Patrick Mahomes was the tenth pick. The third Mm -hmm. pick, man. You know, there's a little extra. to get that guy on the field, especially, especially with you know the explosiveness that he provides versus what you know everyone remembers from Jimmy G, obviously in that Super Bowl um, and has seen from him in the past. So there will be that added piece of pressure from the fan base. Um, you know, Chiefs probably
1: twenty were twenty five to one to win the Super Bowl right before kickoff, and they had a, a win total of um, nine. Um, they went over that win total because of a Patrick Mahomes win in week 17 against the, with the backups, by the way. So you're right. The Niners here have way bigger expectations than the Chiefs did, um, and, and Lance represents a way bigger commitment. Um, and to a certain degree, uh, I don't know, Garoppolo has at least taken the Niners to the Super Bowl. Smith had never taken the Chiefs any further than the divisional round in the playoffs, um, even though I think on balance is more accomplished um it's just interesting it's a really weird one I wonder if we if we're sitting here and I know you're an Niners fan so I don't want this to happen but we're sitting here in the middle of the season and they're kind of just pitter-pattering around and then they put Lance in and it's not quite as brilliant as we want it to be Mm might be as promising and we're looking we're saying wasn't this a transitional year for Sam Fran why did everybody think that they were a contender you know what I mean and Mm -hmm. not in a bad way but just in a eh, you know like they go eight and, or nine and eight and, you know, at the end of the season, you're way more like wh- what would encourage you more, George, as a I fan, nine and eight. Lance starts the last eight games, let's say, and has a PFF grade of 75 or you guys go 11 and six, go over your win total, win a playoff game, but Trey Lance doesn't start at all. Like, mm-hmm. which one's more satisfying for you? I feel like the first one is on par with the second one, if not, if not more satisfying.
0: Well, the goal is to win a Super Bowl, so the one that gets you closer to that is the Trey Lance scenario, um, and it, it's not close. It's it's just not. It that's why eleven wins, which would be what they need to get over their win total, it feels a little rich to me. The defense. Yeah. The secondary, there's just so many more questions. Um, You know, there's got, they've got a lot of injuries that they need to avoid. It's such an
1: easy schedule, right? Like,
0: yeah, it's, it might,
1: like, honestly, they might be a betting opportunity in the second half. Like if you're a better on the Niners and you want to, if you want to lay it with them, don't you think that the better option is they struggle out? Like they struggle out the gates and then they're sort of seen as a poor team. And then, you know, you have them against Jacksonville, Minnesota, Cincinnati, uh, mm-hmm. Atlanta, uh, Houston, like all those games. And like, if they're like only getting a field goal or laying a field goal, you might want to mash them. Whereas if they start the season five and oh, like they did, you know, or start the season hot like they did in 2019. Like they were a pretty big fade down the stretch because of injuries and stuff that year. Um and, and so you only reap the benefits on the Niners if you back them early um, and, and also in the playoffs, uh, in the NFC playoffs, at least. Whereas this year, like, I mean, if Lance comes in like midseason, I mean, you know, let's say you look at the last like eight games of the year. It's Jags. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. there's a lot of mm-hmm. easy defenses possibly on there and he could look really good and people could it could be like the end of 2017 for you guys where Jimmy G plays oh no terrific football and everybody's oh, no. up about it.
0: oh no don't don't remind me i was on i was uh at that at that point i was the guy on twitter who's like making all the you know jimmy g is the savior comments sarcastically only so that like internally i could like but maybe maybe he is yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. Like you're just, there's a little bit of wishful thinking. Um, let's get to some of the other guys here in just um, a second. We'll talk about Wilson and, and, and Jones here in a second, but the big news here, 30% off all PFF subscriptions yep. right now at PFF.com with the uh, with the code. What is the code? I need to find the code here. Um, uh, on PFF.com, it is kickoff 30. That's right. Kickoff 30, 30% off. Edge, which gets you all the premium content, all the fantasy tools, rankings, projections, um, wide receiver cornerback matchup chart, fantasy draft kit, fantasy draft guide, everything you need. 30% off there or 30% off of PFF Elite, which gets you all that, including uh, in, all of the uh, Edge stuff included, plus the DFS optimizer, the player props tool, and all the betting dashboards. So, Go to PFF.com, make it happen. Get yourself ready to rock for the season because it's almost here, so you better be ready to rock. Um, Also, fan tracks. Uh, How did your fan tracks draft go? Uh,
1: The college football one, great. I used uh, our PFF data, by the way, which is available both uh, to to subscribers. So, uh, you know, for the college football season, we already ran our week zero projections for college football for DFS as well. Things are cooking, George.
0: Maybe maybe we give some of those out to some lucky forecast listeners. Let them test some of the some of the college football goodies.
1: We'll see. I mean, I we already did the blow up model too. We found we identified some players. Week zero is weird because there's only like four blow up candidates, but like they're all going in our DFS lineup. George.
0: Anyways, go to Fantrax. Fantrax.com uh, slash PFF. Use promo code PFF. Start your fantasy draft there, and your league mates will thank you. Uh, and if you use that promo code, you can enter to get uh, a trip to any regular season game plus $6,000, which is kind of banana land. Um, also, DraftKings. That's where you want to go to place all of your bets this year and uh, the NFL is back. And so that means DraftKings is giving you an opportunity with promo code PFF to reap the rewards. $200 in free bets instantly, no matter what game you take. And all you have to do is put $1 uh, on a team to win to get those $200 worth of free bets at DraftKings.com or the DraftKings Sportsbook app with promo code PFF. It's very, very simple, but it's only for a limited time. So get your $200 worth of free bets and then, Go use your PFS subscription to make some smart bets for a limited time. Only DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting sponsor or partner of the NFL USB 21 or older. New Jersey, Indiana, Pennsylvania. Only new customers uh, are the only ones that are eligible. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. All right, we're going to do some rapid fire stuff here. Um, Let's talk about the Jets real quick because talked about how much we liked them week one. We talked about how Zach Wilson didn't do a whole lot in in preseason week one. Um, But now things might be picking up a little bit of steam.
1: Yeah, he looked great against the Packers. Obviously, the Packers didn't start everybody. He He made some throws where you're like, Holy shit. He could throw like the, mm-hmm. the one to Davis down the sideline that was kind of broken. Um, I, I think we're, I think we all underestimated going in. Even somebody who's a, a Jets Bobo, like me underestimated how quarterback friendly another Lafleur offense is going to be.
0: The interesting, a couple of interesting things about um, Wilson. One of the, the great throws that the Davis down the sideline throw that you mentioned um Off play action, a little bit of pressure. He moved around, made a throw on the the move. That was the type of thing that you saw from him at BYU where you went, oh my God, this guy is really incredible. Now, did that second string Packers defense, was that much different than what he faced at at BYU? Yeah, Well, yeah, it is actually. They're they're a lot better. Um, Is it as good as the NFL off defenses that he's going to face? No, it's it's not, obviously. But um, he also has yet to make a turnover-worthy play. Um, he's been getting rid of the ball really quickly. Um, he made some really nice throws against the Packers and threw the ball downfield, which I think was also something that we had not seen from Zach Wilson um, in, in week one. So um, I guess it was actually pretty, pretty close to similar, but his yards per attempt is in. Nuts relative to his average depth of target. so it's been very efficient for for um, Zach Wilson, and the Jets. So are you betting their their win total over?
1: Uh, yep, and I have I have I also took them twenty five to one to win that division. I do like look man twenty five to one is like you have to take a fly on that. I took some Zach Wilson at nine to one to win the rookie of the year. I, I don't think that that's going to uh, get any uh less expensive um right now on draft kings he is seven you know plus 750 so there are yeah. th- th- i was telling you remember austin what
0: gale, it, we talked about it last week 10 he was 10 to 1 you weren't yeah. getting him at a better price than that
1: i, I was telling austin gale this uh, on slack but it's like the the advantage of having a lot of betting outs is that some of them are just asleep right that's like some of them are just napping some of them you know, are taking a lot of hold on these markets. So they're willing to give you nine to one. If that's the case, bet into it. Probably a a zero synthetic hold at this, at this point. Um, Especially if like Trey Lance is not going to start for this team. Like, I mean, like, you know, Trey Lance and Zach Wilson, are the same odds and Trey Lance might not start for a quarter of the season at most, at least. Right. So Mm -hmm. go for it.
0: So Zach Wilson is the second highest grade of all rookies through two weeks, 83.9. The highest, though, belongs to Mac Jones, ninety-two point eight PFF grade. You look at Mac Jones. I
1: I cut up a video and I sent it to uh, Austin, I think, of us during the draft show, talking about how how we were so relieved that Mac Jones wasn't the pick for the Niners that we that we were both underscoring what Lance. Uh, versus fields look like from a decision standpoint, but also shitting so much on Mac Jones that we were not appreciating that at 15, he was a great pick.
0: Yeah, hey, yeah sure. Um, and, and he's looked, and he's looked very good. He's been very accurate with the football um, has not made a turnover worthy play yet. Um, he's taken just one sack again. It's the preseason, but here's my take on it for the Patriots the Patriots should play Mac Jones and Cam Newton. Oh, yeah. Their best chance, if they want to win this division, if Bill Belichick wants to show his brilliance, they should dive into what both these guys offer. I don't think either one of them is winning the division if they have to carry everything on their own. But if both of them can come in and be really good in certain parts and, and throw some curveballs at team's, to me, that's how the Patriots could win this division. And I think Mac Jones, actually, I also think Cam Newton, have sh- both of them have shown enough in the preseason where I would definitely consider doing that.
1: I thought Cam was terrific the other night. <laughs> like was. He was awesome. And the, the question is, is when do the wheels come off? It always is. The thing with Mac Jones, and I know we're going to finish this up quickly. The thing with Mac Jones is that you do not benefit from the higher ceiling by not revealing his floor. I think Mac Jones' floor is high. So uh, Timo uh, was discussing this with me in Slack. It's like, there's no benefit to him. There really isn't mm-hmm. like his, he, he just get your eight war out of the contract, get a humongous surplus value and move on. Cause he's already better than most of these like kind of middle and quarterbacks. And you're paying him like four and a half mil, just grind out the surplus value now uh, and, and work with that.
0: No, I, I, I think that makes, I think it makes a ton of sense. And um you also could see all these kind of like trick play machinations that that the patriots could do i think it could be really fun i think that whole division could go from being boring as hell last year to like sneaky the AFC East could be one of the most fun divisions in football this this year, um, um, and that like is not really um,
1: hard to see Buffalo getting knocked off, given how just smart they are. But obviously, injuries, especially in injuries at key positions, can knock them off. The question is, is which which team, which team is there? I, I think Miami's not ready for that, but I do think some combination of New England or an upstart Jets could give. In the case that Buffalo is weakened somehow, give them a run for their money.
0: I am with you. Um, should we save the, the pressures conversation for um, another yeah. time? Yeah, let's, let's save that.
1: it. I think it's pretty nuanced. and I, I want to talk about it in depth. And, you know, we, we don't have quite as much time today. Um, I did think we hit on a lot of, like, the cool narratives in the league here. Is there – so we saw injuries to Lawson. Mm-hmm. Um, like, that was the big one. I do think that hurts the Jets. Um, they're going to have to score more with teams. Uh, he's, he was on, you know, on pace or a great pass rushing season. I do, I will say, and I said this on the, the newly named PFF betting podcast, which I'll plug here. Um, I, I think that makes Brian Burns, uh, you know, sack leader, 17, 18 to one, um, a prop, you know, a, a profitable bet while these books mm. catch up. Um, when I look That's at definitely. some of the, the metrics, like Burns is one where, you know, Tyus Bowser uh, of the Ravens is another one um, where you get these guys at great prices and they have all the characteristics and they have a scheme that could get them home. Um, those are just a few to think about. If you're looking at who's going to have the most sacks, in the NFL this year, uh, TJ Watt, clearly the favorite, uh, in my opinion. Um, but uh, go for some of the longer shots.
0: love Brian Burns, a sneaky DPO live player of the year candidate uh defense player of the year candidate and the sacks one is great cuz you can see him like i mean if he gets the sat the tough things if he leads the nfl in sacks i do think he's got a really good shot at the defensive player of the year but they might be such a bad team yeah. that maybe he gets overtaken by an Aaron Donald or a Derwin James or you know TJ Watt or a Cleo Mack or something like that who has a better team uh, around him well we and also- that's the
1: thing for him to win that award the, the the Panthers have to be better than what you think they're going to be. Mm-hmm. And he's got to play amazingly. And that's what's bakes in the price. now, what makes the price so juicy, right? Whereas mm-hmm. like, take somebody like, if you look at defensive player here, like Montez Sweat is 25 to one, right? Like they're already pricing in this idea that we're all going to be edging out about Washington's great defense. And it's like, that's baked into the line and it makes that bet dog shit, right? Like yep. for these things to happen, you need a defense to emerge better than what you think. And for the guy to be amazing, I think Burns is going to be amazing. But if like, if Atlanta falters, if New Orleans falters, which are clearly possible, then Carolina can be better than what people believe. And then you're getting a humongous markup on this bet.
0: Yeah. Now we're, we're, we should get our Brian Burns jerseys here. We're, uh, we're big on the Brian Burns. Um, Right here. By the way, coming up, we still have to do, uh, people have called this out. We still have to do our AFC and NFC West previews. We will do those uh, before the season starts. We've got some great content coming your way before the season gets rolling. We'll definitely recap all of the bets that we like most heading into the year. So if you haven't made them yet, you can get them in before the year starts. Um, And we still have another week of preseason to go, which you can continue to profit off of as we head towards the nfl season don't forget to use that promo code kickoff 30 tell your friends get ready for it prepare yourself like a champion and you'll play like one thank you guys for hanging out love you peace out